Mornings with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. The podcast. If you know anybody that is working on the front line, make sure you log on to our website, 921city.ca. How about this? If you're working in construction and you're still outside right now, we want to uh, set you up at a little Christmas party uh, late. <laughs> and have a pizza party. You guys can all get together now that you're allowed to have. Uh, are you allowed to have more than a couple people in a garage to eat pizza now? Well, not really. Not not technically. Okay, right. Yeah. But yeah. if they're if they're on a work site, then they're just working, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah get your uh, get your office friends together and have yeah. a little pizza party with Santa Lucia. Um, all those details up on our website, uh, 921city.ca. So last night. Uh, just dozing on, just getting into a real, obviously just a real deep sleep. The dreams were just coming in left and right, and then all of a sudden, ew, 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 the alarm's going off. In your house? Yeah, in my house. So we're, we're in our bedroom, which is, uh, you know, second floor back of the house. Front front door that's uh, that's going off, and um, I was like, oh, of course, now I hear my daughter screaming. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Oh my God. Everyone's freaking out. Well, and it's sure, midnight. Yeah. I'm going, I'm like, oh my God. So I sent my wife down first. <laughs> well, just to make sure that there was no burglars yeah, down there. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Good I had move. to work in the morning. So I said, you go down. No, I had to put pants on because if I got to chase a burglar out of my house with yeah. a ball bat, you know what I mean? I don't yeah. want to be going out. I've done this before where I've gone out in just my boxers, but that was in the summertime. <laughs> so here I am uh, pulling on my pants, running down the stairs. And I'm just like, Okay, here we go. Realized very, very quickly that uh, there is no break-in happening at my house because even burglars aren't stupid enough to go kick in a front door this time of year when it's minus 50 out because somebody's leg, I'm pretty sure, would fall off. <laughs> um, so as I, as I get a little bit closer uh, upon inspection, here's how cold it is at night. This is, this is nuts. The, um, you know what? Uh, the, the, the sensor? Yeah. Right, a little plastic nubby thing. It is yeah. so incredibly cold that the sensor, the glue or whatever that's holding it, two-sided tape, yeah. gave way. Fell off. Oh, Fell no. off, and that's what caused the alarm to go really? off. Because I figured, I was like, well, maybe it's the wind. But then again, I you know, I had gone out to the deck right before um, right before bed. Like, I had to bring something in from, from outside. And I was like, man, maybe I just left it open. Maybe it's wind. But that's what it was. It, it's so cold really? that even, and mm. it's a brand new door. Yeah. It's a it's a very good quality uh, Humphrey uh, Humphrey <laughs> door, you know high test. Damn, yeah. I yeah. gotta check mine then. Make sure mine's uh, gonna stay on there. My back door is frozen open right now, like the screen one. So frozen open. Yeah, like I if I can't, it's so frozen that I can't pull it, like latch it shut. So the screen one is constantly just bam, bam, banging oh, at the annoying. back. Yeah, yeah. I well, and it's windy too, right? So, yeah. <laughs> um, even the uh, yeah, you know what? It was one of my buddies that posted last night that his door. Um, it was his house. He's got, you know, he's got a nice house that's got two double front doors. Ooh, fancy. Double, yeah, very fancy guy. Well, but then <laughs> his post was specifically, this is a uh, caution to not buy double doors because I guess there's enough, like there's an air gap, right? So the warm air is going out mm-hmm. and it's creating an ice buildup as oh, the snow's no. piled up. Yeah. So he can't get in and out of his right. front door now. It's all iced up all the way along both the door jams. So as much as it's nice to have double doors at the end of the day, yeah, it's like, yeah. It's only so nice if you can use them, I suppose. Who knew that the weather could, uh, you know, affect things like that? Waking me up in the middle of the night. Thanks, winter. (laughs) 
So as everyone knows, Beth and I uh, were supposed to get married last June. That was our initial date. And Feels then, like longer ago than that. It kind of does, eh? Yeah. The social was back in March. That was like the day that that Manitoba shut down. Yeah, was the 13th. The, yeah, the Friday day that we were 13th. supposed to have it. I know. That was that was on us for having the social <laughs> Friday the 13th, I guess. You caused this. <laughs> so we were supposed to get married in June. Obviously, we had to push that one back. So then we had moved it to December. And then... 27th. December 27th. Yeah. yeah, this past December. Obviously, that wasn't going to work. So we had, we had found another date for next June. And then Beth and I got pregnant, and it's like, okay, well, we obviously can't do that because she doesn't want to be pregnant at her wedding. So we've moved it again to October, hoping Thanksgiving weekend, hoping that, you know, things roll out with the vaccine that they're supposed to on time. Now, you haven't sent out any invitations for this, right? Because I was going to say, that's very expensive to keep sending uh, people white out to scratch out the new date. No, but what I've been doing is I've been sending emails, kind of just keeping people updated, right? Because we have our guest list. We haven't sent out the invitations, like the actual ones that, you know, we need the RCP, but... We've kind of been sending out emails with like a save the date saying like, you know, uh, this is the, the, the next plan. So, I, you save know, the date till the next one. Exactly. <laughs> like, hopefully this is the last save the date you get. But, you know, because that's just where we're at right now. We're in a little bit of limbo. So a couple of weeks ago, I had sent out a bunch of them. You guys probably have them all in your junk mail because they seem to go to everyone's junk mail, which is nice. Yeah, I'll be checking. But, I, saw, uh, I saw mine. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I sent, sent out uh, just, you know, updating everyone that we're moving it to October. Now, uh, we have this friend. Her name is Nikki. And I sent out an email to her to invite her or just to let her know about the save the date, whatever. And um, I get an email back from what I thought was her email address. Mm-hmm. Right. But she has it's like Nikki's her last name and then a number. And I forgot to put the number in. Right. So I get this reply back from this other person named Nicholas. Oh, no. And he says Nicholas underscore 69 XX. So he says to me, you know, I just got this email thing like, hey, like, congratulations. Sounds like it's going to be a really fun time, you know, but I think you got the wrong email address. And I'm like, oh, crap. You know, like I look kind of cross reference. I'm like, oh, yeah, I typed in whatever. So then I'm like, well, let's, you know, let's just let's see where this goes. So I respond to him. And I'm like, oh, you know, sorry about that. Whatever. I have no idea where you're from, whatever. But hey, listen invitations out there now so i mean if if you can travel and if things are working out i mean there's a spot at the table for you where is this guy from i don't know so i haven't gotten the response to to the email yet but i'm thinking what if this is one of those starts of like just a brand new friendship that just happens out of happenstance you send an email to somebody and they end up coming to your wedding and being your best friend well we had this happen to a friend we knew who played games online with a stranger and then invited this stranger to his wedding yeah. and remember she flew she was from the states she flew across the country and she came here with a friend and she ended up being really weird i guess that's yeah that's the trouble you might run into this person you're not yeah. doing any vetting so this person might be yeah, a strange she, she was really loud and everybody was like who is that and she didn't know the bride or the groom she's like i just play words with friends with the groom and keeping in mind that uh when this person shows up you're kind of footing the bill for them for the evening right so what if this person shows extent, up yeah, yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah. what if nicholas 69 xx shows up <laughs> and he is able to drink like four thousand <laughs> yeah. cocktails no kidding, yeah like, just takes advantage yeah. of everything what if he can drink like my uncle robbie <laughs> oh no then, then we're in trouble well exactly that's <laughs> yeah. what i'm saying you don't know this guy might have an iron liver yeah and, and yeah. now all of a sudden you're barbell you're like oh it started off as a funny joke. This guy cost me $900 in Jagermeister shots. I hope he comes now. <laughs> so the Jets back in action tonight. Finally, we get an opportunity to see that uh, trade component, Pierre-Luc Dubois. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. PLD, baby. 
He was uh, looking pretty fresh the other day, getting ready for practice. The uh, the Cavs were looking <laughs> toned. Yeah. He was walking around the locker room. It's got to be weird though, going into uh, to a new dynamic like that, like being being traded, especially like just at that level. I mean, and you know, you're traded for a guy who was basically the face of the franchise, and it's it's pretty easy to see that um, with all the merchandise that has been for sale at every yeah. store, how much this team really did bet on Patrick Line being their superstar for a long time. And so Dubois comes in. Is there some pressure on him? Yeah. Yeah, there is. But I think he's uh, in a position to succeed, uh, being that the team is pretty deep at center, right? Yeah, I'd say that uh, you're coming to a team that is um, – your depth is a little stronger maybe than from the team that you were coming from. Right. So I think uh, that will help ease some pressure a little bit. Yeah, he's playing with bums in Columbus. And then uh, – <laughs> And then here he is. Now he's going to play with some danglers. Who's he going to be on the line with now? Uh, he's with uh, Kyle Connor yeah. and uh, Trevor Lewis, which is a weird one. Louis, uh, baby. Trevor Lewis is like a career fourth liner with yeah. the LA Kings. Snipe City. Uh, he's got a well, couple cups. I don't think uh, I don't think that's what he would call himself. Hey, Tre- mm. Trevor Lewis, he can't hear you. He's got a cup ring in each ear. <laughs> Sorry, pal. What? Sorry, I can't hear you. I got two Stanley Cup rings here. Yeah, I'm a second liner with Kyle Connor. Yeah. Pierre Luc Dubois. No big deal. Or whatever he is. Yeah. <laughs> I know he's like my age, like ripping yeah. around out there. Like, which is pretty sweet. I'm kind of, yeah, like obviously I'm, I'm rooting for the guy, rooting for the guy. But, um, you know, I don't know if there were a ton of people that were stoked to see Line A go. I know there there's still always the worry that you make a trade like that and then this guy does go on to reach his full potential. But Columbus is a, is a very interesting spot. Like he wanted out of Winnipeg and then you go into another kind of hockey market that is uh you know there, there are fans there but i don't think columbus is exactly the hotbed that maybe a guy like patrick line was looking for no and plus one of the other reasons that he, i mean he wanted to play top line right and he didn't get that opportunity in winnipeg as much they tried him a little bit last year at a few little little times throughout the season but uh, he wanted you know I'm, he's the guy he wants to be the guy right so he wants to go to columbus and be on the top line and that'll make him happy right but of course there's no real centerman for him to play with in columbus that's not gonna make him any better so then last night uh, Patrick Laine, uh, who scored, by the way, he scored th- three goals in four yeah, games there. I was going to say, like, he started off you know, looking pretty pretty hot in Columbus. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say. Yeah. I mean, you know, no assists, no back check, obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the game's on NBC. Does that stand for what? Oh, no back check. Oh, that's why. Yeah, Laine finds his ass on the pine. Uh, he played 11 minutes and 14 seconds and then didn't take a shift in the final 13 minutes of the second period or any of the third period. Yeah, this is like, okay, so benching a player doesn't happen like often. However, John Tortorella sure has done it a lot lately, has he not? Mm-hmm. The head coach in Columbus, he because Lainey wasn't the only player he benched last night. There was a couple other guys too, but he had benched Max Domi earlier this season. He benched obviously Pierre-Luc Dubois before he got traded. Uh, Torts is, uh, you know, a bit of a hard asset. Yeah, tough guy to play for. And I don't know how well that's going to do with Line A's style because Line A is, you know, notoriously lazy. And I'm saying that because <laughs> I have watched him for three to four seasons incredibly lazy at times. Not only that, but he seems to be a little cocky, right? So yeah. somebody who, you know, with that kind of demeanor who is going to get benched, that's probably not going to sit too well with uh, with old Patty. Is he getting benched to, like, learn a lesson? Well, this is what Torts had to say. No, that, that, that you know, that, that's going to stay in-house. I know you guys are going to try to uh, work me on that. Uh, no, it, it wasn't because of the missed assignment. There's a number of things that come into play with that, and that'll stay in the locker room. It's, it's what I feel I need to do. The, la- the last thing I want to do is bench a player. Um, but as I answered your first question, th- th- we're just disjointed in, in all areas, uh, quite honestly, both on and off the ice. So we, we just, 
it's it's an easy thing to bench a player. I, the last, that's the last thing I want to do. But if I think I need to do it, then I need to do it. So who knows how this is going to play out after this? But uh, Ooh, I know, I know. Um, he asked for a trade, or <laughs> definitely doesn't re-sign in Columbus next year. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. But by the way, the other uh, component to that trade, which we all oh, we knew all along that it was a Pierre-Luc Dubois for Jack Roslevic deal, <laughs> Liney was just the throw-in. Uh, Rosie last night scores a just a highlight oh, reel, unbelievable, unbelievable goal, and uh, he's playing you know like top line center right now, and that's something else that why he wanted out of Winnipeg was because he was always on the bottom six, yeah. right? And I'm just saying, like, listen, seven points in seven games, and the Jets have Trevor Lewis on the second line tonight. You might want to swap and have Roslick back in your top six. They're calling themselves a cultural embarrassment right now, Jamaica is having a major weed shortage and people in the country are starting to freak out. Apparently they've had some heavy rains followed by extended drought. So fields where say in a month they would cultivate around 800 pounds of marijuana, they're only cultivating about 300 pounds. Mm. And now people that run the tourist industry are getting very nervous because the price of weed has gone up. Were they not nervous that nobody's traveling? Well, they're for the weed. <laughs> well, they're saying because nobody was traveling because some people are starting to come back there now. They said when nobody was traveling, the locals were smoking all of the weed that they had and they sure. were already short on the weed because they're bored because there's nothing else for yeah. them to do because that's the main industry there yeah. is tourism. So now if you go <laughs> there... I say weed for a second. I was like, yeah, well, <laughs> weed's probably a close second. It's probably yeah. 1A yeah. and 1B. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but now they're saying that uh, it's probably going to deter a lot of people from going there because when you do go... The price of weed is way up right now. Like, does it say, like, by how much? Like, what the difference is in prices? Well, they're just saying, uh, like, the amount that they're producing as opposed to what they weren't. So, like, 800 pounds in a month for, say, one farmer, and now they're getting about 300. So they're just saying the price has jumped up, and they're trying to stop the locals from sitting around and smoking all the weed because oh, no. they get it at a way different price than we do when we go down there. Yeah, you're not stopping those locals. Oh, you're no. not stopping them. Oh, <laughs> everything is not Irema. <laughs> Would that deter not you from Irema. going? <laughs> the weed? <laughs> the price? The price of weed? I mean, you're already paying for a trip. I, is it not just ditch weed anyway that they're smoking down there? Oh, there's a variety. There's oh. quite a variety. Yeah, you can get ditch weed, but you can get the good stuff too. Oh, if you're making the trip to go to Jamaica, like you're you're going you know, there for that, right? Well, I don't know. If I was going to say to maybe get away from minus 55. Yeah, exactly. Like to stay in the all inclusive or something like that. Yeah. And then, you know, the weeds probably a little bit, you know, that's a, that's the added bonus. I don't <laughs> think it's going to deter me from planning a trip to Jamaica if that's where I wanted to go. It is always funny, too, though. There are people that just never smoke weed and then they go on vacation mm -hmm. to Jamaica. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, especially the older generation. There's always like somebody that has a story. That's like, oh, yeah, I went to Jamaica. Oh, God, I smoked the weed with some local guy. Yeah. That was not a good idea. Worst decision ever. Yeah. We just listen to this beat, though. It kind of makes me feel like I'm on a beach right now just talking yeah. about it. I don't know if that was detrimental to my mood this morning, talking about nice weather. Yeah. And being on a beach, yeah. looking out the window and just seeing the cold, even oh, though it's still dark. Winnipeg has a new foot patrol that's hitting the streets to help the city's most vulnerable get through this polar vortex. 
The Downtown Community Safety Partnership Connect team is braving the cold uh, with bags full of essential items like food, water, winter accessories, face masks, and they are walking around handing those out to anybody in need. Uh, The Foot Patrol provides frontline non-emergency response and assistance as well. Um, During the cold snap, the teams are waiting for calls to come in through their two-way radios, but they're also just like actively searching spots where people are like bus shacks and then trying to get them to go into the shelters. So if you are walking around and you spot somebody who needs help uh, in a bus shelter, you can call the Main Street Project or you can call 311 and they will send a response team down there to try and get these people to go somewhere warm. You're hearing a lot of these just like Good Samaritans. I heard of uh, a group of people that had just cooked up this big pot of chili on the weekend and then was just bringing it around to people that were uh, that were sitting in those bus shacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, because that's what I want <laughs> if I don't have a, a house with a toilet in well, it, is somebody to feed me a bunch of chili. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, what happened to chicken noodle soup? You know, like, really, I'm a little safer. You know, it's like, oh, geez, yeah. Now these bus benches are gonna be. <laughs> Don't say with, it. Don't you know what I mean? Walls painted like. Come oh. on. Of all of the meals, no. though, look, I I understand it's a great deed. Like I really, really do. But of all the meals, like extra beans, anyone? <laughs> It's true though. Like, oh man, got enough as is, man. Like, it's it's terrible. I. Uh, nice to have you with us, Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. So, the Edmonton men's professional football team, or the Edmonton foot football club, is that what they're going Edmonton with this week? Football team, I think. Football team, I think so. The EFT. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand. You know, obviously, I get that they they wanted to shed uh, their former name, as uh, you know, there were there were many people that deemed it uh, to be uh, insensitive or or even offensive in some cases. Uh, then again, there were some people. I believe it was Jordan Tutu who came out and said that you know, as an Inuit, uh, he wasn't offended by it. So you have both sides of the coin. But hey, it's twenty twenty one. We're turning a page. There are a million, like literally a million other things that you could call your team other than something that's potentially derogatory to somebody. Yeah, and especially like in this climate, right? Like we're seeing that it's not just the Edmonton football team that's been under, you know, scrutiny for this, right? There's lots of other teams that have had names that, you know, maybe if they were starting a a team today, they probably would never have chosen those names, right? So it's just a, you know, sign of the times, things are moving in a different direction and rightfully so. Um, Now, this is so, this is ridiculous. So the Edmonton football team, they hold a naming contest. The Edmonton football team takes over 14,000 suggestions, 14,000 wow. different names for the team. That's a pretty good chunk to sift through. You got to think out of 14,000, surely there's got to be a top seven. A top seven. Seven names like that jump out at you that are like, yeah, okay, we got to go with this one. Or seven. Mm-hmm. Maybe all go right. with all seven. Whatever. <laughs> seven, seven guaranteed there are at least 10,000 other names that were submitted that are probably better than uh, the seven that they've narrowed it down to. Now, I don't understand why the Edmonton football team is trying to keep the double E's. I'm assuming it's because they don't want to change the logo. That's, I mean, that's the only thing I could think of. Yeah. Oh, right? Yeah. The double E, right? That's, that's what they've been known. That's their, they already have to change their name. They don't want to change the logo. That's, you know, their heritage. That's, sure. that's what I could think of. That, that's it, though. That's really the only yeah. thing. You're doing a rebrand on your team. Why do you need to keep the old logo? You want something fresh. You want to, Don't you want to sell new merch? Are they supposed to change the colors and everything too? No, they're going to say no, green and gold. Gonna, yeah. oh, okay. It's just the name. 
I mean, that's not to say that they couldn't, but I mean, I guess their whole stadium is green and gold seats. And I, I just think that there's so much of a heritage there, especially in the CFL, like dates back so long. Like you just, I, I don't think they want to change, you know, the history. So they want to keep it as, as uh, you know, as simple as possible by just changing the name. Okay. So here's what they've come up with. Their top seven out of 14,000, the Edmonton Elks, the Edmonton Elk Hounds. It's like, it's like the elk, but but dog ear. Yeah. The Edmonton Evergreens. The Edmonton Evergolds. Isn't that like a plant? Sounds like an air freshener scent. Evergreens a tree. <laughs> the Evergold. I don't know what an Evergold is. I think that's, I, I don't it's know. Herbaceous evergreen perennial grass. Okay. With a oh, shapely gra- form. <laughs> Love it. Like that's what shapely. you guys want to be known as? Yeah, we're the bodacious plants. <laughs> um, the Edmonton Eclipse is another one. Uh, Edmonton Eagles. And then you've got uh, Edmonton Elements. Yeah. Elements, a, I'm thinking. It's a lose-lose situation <laughs> because there's a lot of people who, you know, they grew up with the, the name that it was, and no matter what, a new name is not going to sound right, right? But yeah. at the same time, like he said, you'd think that there'd be out of 14,000 names, you'd think there'd be at least one that people are like, well, I could, I could live with that. Like, why not go with, like, if you're really hell-bent on keeping the double E's, you know, I just feel like there are, are better plays. Like, why not? Even if you're so hell-bent on keeping the double E's, just call yourself like the Edmonton Edmontons. <laughs> the Edmonton you Edmontonians. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like it. The Edmonton Evil Empire. Right. And Empire was one that was right. kind of getting thrown around earlier. And I I mean, I kind of like it because you already got like a built-in sort of fan base, right? You're the Empire. Yeah. yeah. Right? But I believe they, there's a, wasn't there a Vancouver soccer team back in the day called the Vancouver Empire or something? I have no I idea. Know. Anyway, uh, Edmonton ear flaps. Sure. When you think of like a cold day, yeah. right? When you're at the stadium, you need your hat with the ear flaps. And they don't really have to change their mascot. They just put a big ear flap toque on them. What is, what is their mascot it's right now? It's a football. Oh, what? Oh, God. <laughs> like their marketing team is so They might bush. have a polar bear as well, but they do have a football. Uh, the Edmonton elephants. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Well, uh, what do you mean? I mean, I don't, you know, like I don't that? know. That one's up there yeah. with giant, Evergolds for giant, me. Giant, yeah. giant elephant. <laughs> Yeah, we got the biggest trunks in the league, boys. Like just, <laughs> I guess that also works for evergreens, though. Yeah, Tree yeah. trunks. Yeah. Uh, the Edmonton Ewoks. Oh, there you go. Sold. Right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Edmonton Elitists, the Edmonton Idiots, <laughs> which comes up. How about Edmonton Oilers football team? <laughs> don't need to change anything. I uh, like, I just, even just go with the, the Edmonton E's. The E's. Well, no, I think I feel like they need something. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the double E's. Surely at 762. Yeah. Triple five. You can come up with something better. I feel like out of those seven, like, do you have a favorite out of those seven? If you had to choose if one I of those seven. To? Yeah. Elks, I guess. Yeah. But it's not even elks. I, I think phonetic, like it's just Edmonton elk. It's, it's like it's like mooses. Oh, right. I think it's just elk. Edmonton elk. Isn't it? Oh, Edmonton Although Nipois, Nipua, their minor hockey team way back in the day used to be called the Nipois Elks. So I guess maybe it is okay. plural. With yeah. an S. Hmm. But, but then the cool thing about that would be like a Milwaukee Bucks logo that's got like a fear the deer kind of thing. But then at that point, at why that point, you, yeah, change, change the, the logo. You gotta, yeah, why do you need the double E? Right. It's been a while. It's been a while, but it's happened again. There's another monolith. No. That showed up. This one's in southeastern Turkey. 
at the uh, UNESCO World Heritage Site. Now, this is funny because this one has actually got something written on it. Okay. All right. So it's it's uh, written in a different language, but it translates to, look at the sky. There's the moon. Look at the sky. What? There's the moon. Yeah. But when the people <laughs> found the monolith, was it during the day? I think so. Yeah, because how would you see it? Like at night, why would you be roaming around a UNESCO heritage site no, after exactly, dark? No, exactly, exactly, yeah. Mm. I feel like it's just very straightforward. They just want people to know that there is a moon in the sky. So this one's the same with the other ones. You know, there's no explanation for it. They're looking at CCTV, uh, you know, footage to find out who put it there. Yeah, because it would be, you would think that a national site like that would have some yes, cameras or security some cameras. or something. So they're looking there they can't find anything. And uh, they've got guards that are now guarding it. They've got uh, all the tape put up and stuff because they're not sure where this thing came from. They're not mm. sure if this is a big marketing ploy. I mean, it has been a while since we've seen one of these monoliths. Maybe the aliens tunneled underground this time. I absolutely still Undetected. think it's the aliens. For mm. sure. They're trying to let us know they're coming. Yeah. Wasn't it an Instagrammer? Didn't we already get to the bottom of that? Well, there was one Instagrammer at w one of the locations that <laughs> uh -huh. decided to do his own. But the other ones, okay, unexplainable. Mm -hmm. You know, last week in Winnipeg, we had our own monoliths that were being erected all over town. <laughs> they were made of snow. Giant, giant, like, giant phalluses oh, yeah. <laughs> all over monoliths. the city. Yeah, those, those are. are <laughs> <laughs> That's the Winnipeg version of the monolith. Just a giant. <laughs> hammer outside <laughs> and always at a bus stop or something so you're driving by you're like wait a second what is that what the what <laughs> right did they really need the crotch beard on there as well like why did they have to put that on the yeah. monolith oh it's so veiny <laughs> oh. <laughs> look look there's a mushroom that's the direct translation <laughs> What's Pete's topping that has to get deleted? 762 Um It's National Pizza Day, and I've seen that uh, a lot of people posting about it, whatever, talking about uh, some za, why not? I figured, uh, you know, as far as discount, and I'll say discount pizza because it's just not gourmet, but Domino's for me is still one of those pies that I can just get down with any time. Is it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, more so than like, uh, yeah, the hut doesn't necessarily do it for me. I haven't eaten that Pizza Hut in like years. The stuffed crust, though, still so good. I did see uh, Papa John's has a stuffed crust right now. I've, I've, I had a negative experience with stuffed crust. I think I've told you this before. I don't no? know. I don't remember. Uh, when it first, first came out back in the day, uh, in like mid-90s or something like that, uh, I you know I flipped uh, flipped a piece of pizza around. You're supposed to eat it stuffed crust first, yeah. whatever. Oh, really? That's yeah. all those that was the commercials yeah. they always used to do. Is flip it in reverse, eat the cheese first. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and then and, and, uh, I ended up like choking on the cheese. It was like too stringy. It was like a real, <laughs> and I was like doing one of these. So I never, I, I've actually never had stuffed crust pizza since. I've never had it oh, in my life. It's so good. No. But Papa John's yeah. has one now, too. I never really think to order from Papa John's or Panago, which uh, somebody here texted 762 Panago Pizza, the New York deli, is the only way to go. Papa John's has the, every pizza comes with, like, a bunch of garlic butter. Like, yeah. a little side of garlic butter. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Uh, but what, what, do you put that on the pizza? No, like the you butter? dip your crust in it. Oh, That's what okay. I, do. I always wondered why you got a side of butter. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. who puts butter on their pizza? No, no, you dip, you dip it in there for shots. <laughs> yeah, or that oh. garlic butter shots, yeah. man. <laughs> um, some other. What are some other like discount-ish brand? Like Little Caesars, I guess, is one. That's yeah, like a, and that one's popular because the hot and ready, hot right? And ready. You, just, you don't uh, have to wait for it. You just show mm -hmm. up and you got a pizza there. That was my nickname in. Uh, <laughs> 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 ready to go. Ready to go. So hot. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, so uh, 762-555, and I was thinking about how I don't really care. Like, when somebody's like, hey, what do you want on your pizza? Or what do you not want on your pizza? Like, my wife, it's like there's a, a shopping list of things that we don't get on the pizza. The only thing I would say is, like, anchovies, I could do it. I just, I would never. I would never. Like, no, no, it's yeah, not even no. a real pizza topic. No. no. <laughs> um, but, like, as far as black olives go, fine with now that I get Yum. older. So See, good. I don't like olives. I can't do it. I've tried even that <sighs> olive trick where you're supposed to eat, like, Five or something in a what? row, and you'll like it. There's, that's the trick. That's, that's the trick. trick. Yeah, yeah. But I can't even get one. I can't even get one that's down. Not, I cannot uh, do the olives. Uh, pineapple is always a very, very mm. controversial one. Yeah, that I don't Love like it. those. But this is all. These are all toppings that if somebody orders a pizza with that on it, I'm fine because I'll just pick them off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, good. Care. Well, at least you're not one of those picky. Some people are like, no, if there's pineapple touching it, I'm not yeah, eating no, it. No, no, I can just pick it off. Yeah. Um, somebody messaged me and said that uh, bacon does not belong on pizza. Whoa. Yeah, like a, pe- like a, pe- a pep and bacon is, is kind of standard, standard, but I guess it is a double pork, right? You're yeah, du- it is. You're, you're yeah. double porking it. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know if that's the way you want to have your pie. There's only or not. certain things in life you want to double pork. Right. <laughs> and, you know, the pie from Domino's, maybe not the one. <laughs> Uh, Texter151 says, gondola is the best pizza for hangovers. Not necessarily cheap, but effective. I hadn't had gondola in a while, actually. No. Got, got it a couple weeks ago, and uh, maybe a month or so ago, when hockey came back. And, man, so good. Dude, I've turned into such a pizza snob now. Like, Santa Lucia or bust for me, Whoa. honestly. And it's so yeah. ex- it's expensive, but it's so good. And I can't go back to those, those other kinds of pizza places. Facebook made a big announcement yesterday. Uh, they have decided to ban all anti-vaccination content on their site. So this ban not only applies to misinformation about vaccines and not just COVID, but for all vaccinations at all. So any of those anti-vaxxers that always make all those big blogs and all the big posts about don't vaccinate your kids and back and forth, all of that is going to be gone. Uh, they're saying that this is an effort to try and get um you know, stuff that they can confirm is real information on Facebook. But mm. now there's a lot of people fighting back saying, well, now it's kind of you're putting uh, you know, some tape on our mouths, the ones who want to speak otherwise. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I I don't agree with the opinions of people who are anti-vaxxers. Mm-hmm. But that being said, I mean, if that's what they want to believe, that's what they want to believe. So I don't really have an issue with them as long as you're not. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it just seems weird that Facebook's going to just like censor everybody. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's slippery slope. It's their platform. If they decide that you can't post, post sports stuff on there, if they said, no, uh, you can't post Toronto Maple Leaf stuff on Facebook, mm-hmm. you know, it's like that same sort of thing. They can control what they put on their platform. Right. Aren't so, they violating some right. kind of freedom of speech thing? I don't think you're entitled to any freedom of speech uh, or freedom of protection of your opinion on Facebook when you sign up for it. Facebook's like, like yeah. a, their own entity, right? Like yeah. they can just, yeah, I see what you mean. So they it's not freedom decide. of speech. Right. Like it's, it's, right. it's not that at all. Cause when you sign up for it, there's a whole terms uh, and agreements page that we all just cycle Nobody through. Read and it. Just, yeah. Nobody read <laughs> it. Hit agree. You're, you're not, you're not, yeah. Like you can't just feel that you are entitled to anything on somebody else's platform. Now, if you created your own social networking thing, now, right. you know, go at it. I will say it is a little, I, I find it a little funny that they're all of a sudden putting their foot down with this anti-vax thing, but uh, the whole, anything to do with the election, fake news, all that other yeah. stuff, they let that slide. They, they started, they started towards the end of the election. They started to mute Trump. They, they booted him yeah, off that's Facebook. True, that's well, true, Trump that's is blocked true. and everything, but now that's have you true. heard that Trump is making his own social media page? He's going to make his own Facebook oh, type of social media. He's been threatening to do it. He wanted oh. to make his own TV network too. <laughs> oh, yeah. God, of course. Yeah. That'll go over well. <laughs> 
Man, I wonder what my buddy's wife's going to do now that all these uh, oh, oh, you can't post uh, anti-vax stuff <laughs> yeah. and, and pro-Trump stuff, too. Oh, jeez. She's going to be Mad. even more miserable. <laughs> <laughs> Got a bone to pick? Hello, you're on the air. The Bone Phone on 921 City. For Midtown Ford, we can't control the ability of your neighbors to be better drivers in winter, but we can put you behind the wheel of something that keeps you safer on Winnipeg roads. Visit mid-townford.com. Good morning, guys. How's it going? Freaking freezing out, I know. Yeah, Mr. Brady won another one, but he's also got to remember, he who has the most wings when they die, <laughs> still dies. <laughs> Good night, today. <laughs> yeah, but he dies with seven rings. Yeah. Maybe, mm. maybe another one or two. Whoa! Well, you never know. Yeah. I mean, the guy seems like he could play till he's 74 now. <laughs> I always like uh, the old videos of, like, Gordie Howe towards the end of his career when he was playing in uh, uh, Hartford. Yeah, he yeah, suited up with his kids for... Uh, yeah, Mark, and yeah. then uh, the other one, too. Um, Marty. 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 Marty's like the Brent Gretzky. <laughs> <laughs> just like... The other one. The rest of his family's so yeah. good, and he's just like there, just like the, t- the token guy on the team. Okay, TJ. Your kid is smart. Smarter than the average bear. I'd give her an A plus for knowing how to count. Cheers. Is that the crazy girl? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. She's, uh, yeah. She's chill. <laughs> She's Real chill, chill today. Yeah. Up the, up the dosage. That was weird. Yeah. Um, that was the other day after. There's a new Ariana Grande song that my, uh, I don't know, my daughter was like, oh, hey. It was 34 plus 35 is the name of the song. And if you can add those two together very quickly, as my daughter did, she's like, that equals 69. I'm like, oh, God. That's the new Ariana Grande song. Yeah, I did a quick uh, Google search of those lyrics. That's not a song Filthy. you want your, your child to be singing. I changed it last song. night. <laughs> there was another, we were driving around and there was a song called Positions that was on by oh. Ariana Grande. That's oh. the name of her new album. <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 no. You might listen to that in my house. Yeah, exactly. So, so hang on a sec. So, like, eight-year-old girls listen to that, but then, like, we'll get, like, complaints about, uh, you know, saying something on here. I'm like, have you yeah. listened to the lyrics of any of these pop songs? <laughs> there is honestly nothing that we say that is as bad as some of these, uh, as bad as these pop songs. Man. Um, okay, so this dude is, uh, is still mad about the bus fare. Hey guys, uh, just calling about that whole thing about the bus fare going free and uh, I don't know, Turnbull, you kind of mentioned it's like uh, school tax. I really beg to differ, man. Like school tax, I actually want to pay because I don't want a bunch of dumb f***s growing up around me. Uh, But transit fare, why is it my responsibility to help somebody pay for them to get to work or to get to whatever program or whatever they want to do? I have to pay my car insurance, my gas, my car payment, maintenance. Now I'm going to have to pay transit for somebody else on top of that? That doesn't make sense, man. Like, not at all. Well, it's not like they'd be taking any of the extra money out of what you're already giving. No? No, it's just going to come out of something you're already paying towards anyway. Mm. Is that right? Yeah. It's like, was... yeah, we're not, we're not going to be paying extra taxes for people to take the bus. It's just coming well, tax out. Taxes go up. Yeah. It'll just go up a bit. Yeah, and I mean, taxes always go up, so. Yeah. But I, I know. I, I just, listen, there's people out there that that cannot... Like, they rely on transit to get around, or they rely on transit to get to work. Like, I don't know. The, the reason I brought up the school tax thing was because you're paying for something that you're not using yourself. Mm-hmm. Your argument that, well, I want, I don't want dumb people growing up around me is like, well, that's, yeah. Like, <laughs> but there's people out there that are less fortunate than you that cannot afford to get a car or anything like that. You're helping them out too by having to pay for this bus thing. Not a socialist know. country. Not it's a just socialist see, country. It's just a weak argument. Yeah. All right.
Uh, yeah, this guy's sweet. Yeah, I'm just going to start this off the right way. Love you, Rena. Okay, now, TJ Turnbull, you pair of freaking meatheads. You've got nothing better to do than make fun of a poor guy who lost his face, and just because he gets a face that you don't approve of, you have to make fun of him. Like, you two freaking meatheads. I wish your bosses would put a muzzle on you two for a while. You know what? And soon I hope you're out the freaking door, because I'm tired of listening to you two. It's not the first time you made fun of people. Yeah, man. We were talking Did about... Did you see uh, his face? I, mean, just I was the first face transplant guy he was talking about, right? Yeah, the face yes. transplant guy. It was, it was just like, a, it was a weird one because the guy's face, like he looked, like he was like an 18-year-old guy and like the face that they gave him was, was like that of like an 80-year-old man. <laughs> yes. Like it just didn't make sense. And like it hadn't like, formed yet to his right. head or anything. molded in. No. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah. Change the station, bud. I, I don't know. <laughs> like... Put a muzzle on me. Yeah, the boss yeah. is going to talk to us about that later. Oh, today. Can't yeah. wait. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just noticing this as I drive. The roads in the north end of the city haven't been plowed uh, to the greatest degree, but that's fine. There's still snow on the roads, which I think is better than I'm in the south end of the city right now. I'm off of St. Mary's on Riel Avenue, wherever the hell that is. Uh, they're plowing the street, and you know what? It's more slippery. They're plowing it down to the ice. They're actually creating ice. So, plowing, good idea. Okay, way more freaking slippery. I almost prefer the snow ruts. Whoa, mm-hmm. I would not prefer the snow ruts. Those mm-hmm. things are dangerous, man. You get like, you can be driving them, and then it'll just like all of a sudden yep. you'll start spinning out. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I hate those things. Uh, my buddy across the street, somebody smashed into their car. They were in Thailand last year, probably like January. And somebody like I one day noticed that the back of their vehicle was just like ding, like really bad, actually. Uh, luckily, the person did leave a note with oh, one good. of the neighbors on like beside them because it was exactly that. They said, hey, I got stuck in a rut. Like it wasn't like they slammed in their car on purpose. It no, was like, hey, no. crap. Sorry, yeah. guys. Um, oh, the Trudeau travel plan. All right. So Justin Trudeau failed on vaccine procurement. Now we're stealing it from the poor countries that he was bodaciously bragging about helping. And at the same time, to avoid the scandal of him being a failure for, you know what? I lost count. Don't have enough finger and toes. He's decided to enact travel restrictions that make it cost prohibitive to the average person to travel to destinations that don't have mask mandates, don't have lockdowns, don't have any COVID problems. What's wrong with this guy? What's wrong with you? Even if there's a place that didn't have much COVID, I don't think I'd be uh, I'd be traveling <laughs> right now. Like I want, like I kind of want to. Of there's course, part of me I want to. I yeah. want to travel so bad. Yeah, like if I had unlimited time and funds, <laughs> yes. like I sure, like I guess honestly, like if yeah. you. But that's not the case. Not in this lifetime. And we'll wrap it up here with uh, super excited uh, Scott McCall. You probably oh. know. <laughs> No, Scott McFall, McFall, who got the McCall yesterday yes. that he won the uh, autographed Dave Grohl guitar. Holy crap, no way. Oh, what am I going to do? i got to learn how to play guitar. <laughs> Holy jeez. Thanks for calling. The Bone Phone. Call 204-780-BONE. 780-2663. 92-1-CITY. When you got to go, you got to go. There's not a lot worse than having to pee real bad and there's no bathroom in sight and you're just holding it in for for who knows when worst feeling ever oh worst it's awful it hurts
Yeah, I uh, peed my pants that one time on the trip. Mm-hmm. Only once. It's brutal. I've, Only once. Uh, yeah, I've definitely done. What's that? As an adult. Yeah. <laughs> as an adult. <laughs> I can remember. I can remember playing a game of uh, cops and robbers or something as a kid, mm-hmm. and we were out at uh, my mom's aunt's like big farm or something. We were, uh, I was, you know, hiding out whatever, and I had to pee, but I could not come out because I was hiding. And uh, you just you gotta let it out. You just gotta let it out, man. It's that when you have to go, you gotta you gotta let that out. You I can't just hold had, that in. I just had it happen to me last week. So like I'm you not peed one yourself to talk. last week. I uh, didn't pee myself, but I had to do uh, a super emergency. I was uh, in a part of town that I'm not normally in after having driven around for. I was just running some some errands, and I was uh, right by Saint Vitale Mall, and there's like nowhere to I. I Basically, I was just going to pull in behind a building. I saw a back lane, and I was just going to go take a leak in a back lane. I'd been drinking coffee, driving around. It was, you know, dollar coffee, whatever, Mm -hmm. so I'm just chugging coffee. And there was a Royal Bank, and I apologize to everybody who works there. (laughs) Oh, no. But I I raced into the parking lot, Mm -hmm. almost sideswiped a topaz as I'm pulling into this thing, whatever. And I got in beside the building, and obviously, like, I, you know, protecting myself with the door. But, like, there was nowhere to go because you can't go inside any restaurants or anything now. No, exactly, You can't go in a gas station and use there. So I went in, and I got shut down at, I think it was an SO, whatever, it's out of Petro or something. And I was like... Hey, can I, they're like, no, no bathroom. So what like, are you supposed to do at that exactly. point? Exactly. So I'm go. like, dude, I'm going to, you know, and I'm trying, I'm going like, you're a grown up, you're a grown up, don't do this. <laughs> and I'm like dribbling, I'm dribbling. And oh, then all of a sudden, yeah. like I got, yeah. So I got in between a couple of vehicles and just kind of wedged myself in. But hey, it happens. It really does. It Especially does. as you get older and the old prostate sure. uh, shrinks. Mm-hmm. Australian Open's it's going gross. on right now. Dennis Shapovalov, one of the Canadians that's in the field. And uh, he was playing against uh, this 19 year old kid from Italy and uh, kind of went toe to toe in this match. Uh, was going into their fifth set, and he calls a a medical timeout. So medical, yeah, he needed mm-hmm. a therapist to come and now give him a little <laughs> massage somewhere, or whatever. But he also had really had to go pee, so he thought, okay, well, I'm going to take this time to go to the washroom. Now, according to some weird tennis rules, if you call a medical timeout, you are not allowed to go to the washroom. What? I don't know. This is some archaic rule that they've got in, and so the umpire wasn't going to let him go, and Chapel got mad. What, what happens if I go? What happens? I get a fine? I don't care. What do you mean I can't go? You're going to disqualify me? I have to pee. I'm going to piss my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Shapovalov, okay, not happy here. It's going to ruin the match. So umpire's not let him leave, saying you cannot leave, you cannot go. And Shapovalov's like, I got to pee. Like, I've got to. And it gets escalated. And uh, he takes it to one step further. I'm going to piss in a bottle. Why not? By the time he comes, I would have been already back. So what, you guys are not allowing players to piss? No, but I don't understand this rule. I understand, but you can start my physio time. I don't care. So he's going to alleviate himself on the court. So he doesn't actually alleviate himself on the court, but he threatens to, like, I've got to piss in the bottle. Like, I'll, yeah. I'll have to piss in the bottle. Like, yeah. this is this is ridiculous. Now, you know, Chapo didn't stand up for himself, didn't just go to the washroom. He ended up toughing it out. Uh, holding on to that bladder. That's ridiculous. Actually beating the guy in the fifth set and going on to the next round and then ran off the and court. And then pissed all over the guy when they went to shake <laughs> oh hands. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I, I wonder, though, because doing sports, right, you're sweating. So maybe, uh, I think I've had this happen before. You know, you're golfing on a really hot day. You actually just don't have to pee because you're you're sweating out, at, at, you know, all the... Uh, Is that how that works? I think so. I don't <laughs> You're not sweating your pee out, but you're just sweating yeah. most of the water that you're yeah, drinking once once you're 
in the heat. Right. So he yeah. probably guzzled a bunch that, you know, got to his bladder before the game, and that's probably what's... But you do also wonder that when it comes to sports because like, be these games rule. these games are long in any sport, right? Games are long. You guys are drinking water. And so I guess the, I never thought of the sweating part of it. Yeah. I guess that's what, because I'm wondering, even in football or something like that, you never see guys having to run off the field. Well, they're halftime. At halftime, it's a race to the trough. <laughs> yeah, I, <guess> so, yeah. <laughs> I I got to be honest. There was nothing I hated more than when I was playing hockey when I had, like, if I had to go pee. Yeah. Because um, you had, you know, you got you gear down and everything, Yeah, pants right? down. This was back before even, like, the jock straps were all, like, part of, like, a onesie type yeah. package. So you got the guard your belt you gotta slip it down yeah. you gotta get the the jock down and it's like yeah. plastic cutting up your groin like it's just it's very unpleasant to have to be sometimes you're just better off to go in your pants yeah. but the rule itself is pretty dumb like it's not like he's going to cheat you know what i mean like just yeah. let the guy go pee time to answer those deep burning questions the open text with rena tj and turnbull on 92.1 city get outfitted with warm layers to keep you comfortable during even the coldest winnipeg weather shop the prairie summit shop north face winnipeg in person or online at prairiesummitshop.com always appreciate your text messages at 762 usually uh some we're talking about you chime in jump in on the conversation anytime we like it um more people need to wear monocles <laughs> they do. Uh, actually, Len Diesel, our uh, our IT guy, he's wearing kind of a monocle. Is he? Well, it's, a, it's glasses, but he's missing um, a lens. So when he showed up to work yesterday, I, I was like, hey, Len Diesel, you're looking kind of kind of funny over there. He's like, hmm? And he, you can tell he had one glass. So he's still wearing the glasses yeah. just without one lens in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what sums him up. It's a grown man with vision benefits <laughs> at work, and he's still cruising around with one lens because he doesn't care because you know he what's important care. to him? Getting the job done. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, you three keep up the questionable comments. Being co- politically correct is overrated. Yes. Okay. Cheers to you. Sure. Uh, 762-555. We were talking about uh, pizza toppings that need to get deleted as well as, uh, just, I don't know, just general pizza talk. Um, Vera Pizzeria. That's on Osborne. I did a quick Google search. Never been there. Before. South Osborne? Yeah. I never heard of it. Uh, is there another one called Vern's? Could Vern's be. Pizza I don't know. <laughs> that just might be some guy you know who makes good yeah. stuff. <laughs> hey, hey, Vern. <laughs> um, Red Swan, Diana's, a couple places that uh, I've hit up over the last few weeks. Um, here's another text. Uh, pizza places who say they have side bacon, but it's actually bacon crumble, deserve to get their identity stolen by <laughs> Russian hackers. <laughs> um, sometimes you can put too many toppings on a pizza. That's a fact. No. Mm-hmm. No, I think so. disagree. When it's like those all meat, where it's like seven different kinds of meat, oh, that makes me feel. When sick. I worked at uh, Bella Roma restaurant uh, in Charleswood, Italian place, we used to. Part of our deal was we would get one free small pizza per shift. But <laughs> oh, they didn't no. say anything about the toppings, Uh-oh. so I would load that baby up with everything that we had. <laughs> Leave it to Terminal to take Absolutely. advantage. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey's bacon double cheeseburgers uh, is the best. Also, um, so we got a pile of uh, suggestions here for names for the Edmonton football team. Uh, now remember, it's got to start with E because <laughs> because they don't want to change their logo. Yeah. Don't want to get new helmets. Oh, heaven forbid! Um, <laughs> not that this would be funny, but I am thinking like if the CFL didn't have another season, and they went through all of this work and all of this bad PR that they're getting for like this stupid team name that is never going to get named because the CFL is just going to fold. <laughs> Seriously. That's what it feels. I mean, it feels like that right now. Yeah. I can't see. I know, I know there's there's talk, but it they, they need fans to be able to uh, exactly at least at some point in the season to be able well, to and, and that's what I'm saying. Like if the Edmonton team needs this double E, people already have that gear. So if nobody's going to buy new gear because they yeah. already have the double E stuff, like what's, you know, yeah. 
Um, the Edmonton erections came up, uh, of course. Uh-huh. Edmonton Everclears, because you have to be drunk to live in Edmonton. <laughs> um, the Edmonton Extreme, Edmonton Chilliwax, not Edmonton Kim Mitchells, because he's our golden boy, <laughs> even though it doesn't start with an E. Yeah. Edmonton Ethanol. Um, there's a few others here that shouldn't be suitable for framing. <laughs> um, hey, that guy was super stoked about the Foo Fighters guitar, eh? Yes, he was. Was he ever? Yeah, Sean, uh, Sean McFall. Holy crap, no way. Oh, what am I going to I got to learn how to play guitar. Woo! <laughs> Holy jeez. Holy jumping so jeez. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's something that has to be on nachos? This was yesterday talking about Super Bowl stuff. Cheese. Well, cheese would be a necessity, yeah, gotta yeah, have I guess. Yeah. I mean, that kind of goes without saying. I yeah. like the taco beef versus chicken. Oh, yep. yeah. Agreed. I prefer okay. the beef Agreed. Over uh, what about when somebody takes a bunch of slop and just dumps it on top? There's a video <laughs> going around online right now. Uh, some gal who made uh, nachos for the Super Bowl, and it's just like a crumble with all she of the stuff. Just put everything together, together in, a, in a case of cheese, basically. Yeah. I have a friend who does a can of chili. You know, the can, like the gross kind of stuff. She'll open it up and just plop it on and then throw cheese on top and then serve that. That and is it's, the laziest. It's chili. not the same. <laughs> yeah, it's very yeah. soggy. <laughs> uh, have you ever put glue in your hair? Yeah. <laughs> Accidentally. Really? <laughs> yeah. Harpenter's glue? Gorilla glue? There's a girl online that put Gorilla Glue in her hair, and it's gone right. viral because she's in the hospital trying to get her hair unglued from her head. It's been three months, and she still can't get it out and finally went to the ER. When you put glue in your hair, did you have to cut your hair? Yeah. You had to cut it out? Yeah, uh, it was uh, super glue. I accidentally had it in my hands, and I touched my hair, and I was like, oh, ripped yeah. my hair off my hands. Wow. Yeah. And you're not suing the company, the crazy glue company? Because No, gorilla, it was my Gorilla fault. Glue lady is. She's suing is she? The, yeah, and it's, and it's completely her fault. Oh, yeah. God. All right. This is something that has been posted on Twitter, and it's getting a bunch of uh, in a bunch of shares this morning. A uh, great resource, uh, where to go, who to call if uh, you're stuck outside in the cold. Main Street Project, obviously one of them, Salvation Army, Silo Mission. But there are so many other ones uh, for youth that are you know kind of stranded outside. There are outreach vans. I always see one every morning. Uh, when I'm coming to work about 4 a.m., uh, the Main Street Project, driving down, and they must do the same loop. Obviously, mm-hmm. they've, they've got some people that they know where they're at, but um, drop-ins with food and washrooms. There are a couple places there, and uh, bag meals, uh, including Agape Table, Lighthouse Mission. Uh, so a lot of people doing great work right now. I know it's just incredibly cold, just foolish, really, how cold it is, and it just sucks that uh, there are some people that uh, are, uh, you know, outside right now. Yeah. So we're thinking about them. And I don't know if you know this, but Winnipeg Transit's emergency need policy allows riders who don't have means to pay bus fare, but uh, whose safety is at risk due to weather, to actually board a bus without paying. So oh, okay. have a great day. Look after one another. And uh, yeah, give that link a, a retweet, too. We got it up yeah. at 921 City's Twitter feed. We'll talk to you tomorrow after 6. Okay, bye now. <laughs> well, that was fun. Zena, TJ, and Turnbull will be back tomorrow morning. 92.1 City.